You're listening to Silk, the podcast dedicated to celebrating queer joy through pop culture, the gay agenda, and cutting up. It's like therapy, but cunt. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're back, 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 back again. I'm so happy. It feels yeah, so good um, to be back. I've it feels good. You. I've missed you too. I feel like it's been a less contact week because you were no phone for a while. We take weekends off a little bit, like we do our thing, you know, and then we catch up yeah. for silk. But like you were, you were gone. You were in the wind because you were I just trying to stay charged. I, literally, between the storm and actual the storm in my mind. Uh, yes. The mental health. Excellent. I definitely had to take a mental mm. health break. Thank you for checking in and doing of all course. that. That was very sweet. Of course. I mean, I was in crisis too. I had to drive back from Philly and visit every rest area on the way back because I had some kind of illness to my digestive system. It was oh a lot. my gosh. We made it through. We persevered. As we do. So how'd you sleep though? That's what I need to know. Girl, I slept. I I, I slept okay i had to make myself go to bed i somehow looked over and it was 4 a.m and i literally thought my phone was broken i was like there's no way it's 4 a.m it's literally impossible and it was fucking 4 a.m i was like how did that happen what were you doing Girl, you know I was up getting all that Emmys footage. I wanted Straight to, to your see brain. The after parties. I wanted to see mm. the after speeches, what they were doing, all yeah. the tea. And I started watching uh, Southern Charm, catching up on that. It's a Bravo show. <laughs> so between oh, the know. two, I just looked up and it was fucking 4 a.m. And I was like, fuck, bitch, take Ooh. this magnesium and go to bed also shout out to my cousin who texted me saying that she listens to silk and now wanted to know what magnesium she should take shout out to that because also now we're doctors and apothecarians, oh, wow. yeah and we can recommend that we give know. medical advice one time mm-hmm. and we're having our white coat ceremony <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Slay. we love to see it our sleigh of the week is we just completed our residency <laughs> <laughs> our slave Tariq is we are now members of Grace Anatomy because we're doctors as is Ellen Pompeo and Catherine Heigl absolutely absolutely Shonda rhymes okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come get your prescriptions filled ladies girl get that script imagine yeah. if we had scripts Ooh, oh we'd be so power, popular honey oh bitch oh my god my friends would be medicated down i would i would I look out for the girls oh yeah it's like yeah all anything for mental health just anxiety here's a zanny yeah you know and even an antibiotic too because sometimes i know i have an infection or something and i'm like girl why do i have to go why do i have to pay yeah. all this money give right. me that antibiotic i'm yes. responsible absolutely I have the ability to know and now yeah. that I'm a doctor. And now that I'm a doctor, it's like, that's my right to just yeah. get prescriptions for free. Yeah, like, is that not part of it? I paid for fucking medical school. Give me this shit for <laughs> free. So how did you sleep? I slept well. It was nice to be back from my trip and back in my bed. There's nothing like a homecoming moment. I was only gone for five nights, but it's still like, that's a lot. I like, I like being home. I'm fully a homebody. Like, I love mm-hmm. to go, but I love to come back even more. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love to go, but I love to come back even more. (laughs) Even more. Even more. Yeah, you get like a special kind of euphoria when you like 
come home, especially if you're separated from your partner or like my dogs for me in this case too. Yeah. It's like, it's a homecoming. It's like, how did I live without you for five days? Kind of vibes. It feels good. Especially coming home to like a partner, dogs, mm-hmm. and a clean home. Like mm. that well, is so essential to like, yes. especially appreciating coming home. You know what Absolutely. I mean? I, I didn't realize that until I got older and like going to Airbnbs and like traveling internationally and I'd come mm-hmm. back to like chaos and I always felt like it made the the longing for the trip I was just on even more prevalent right. so I'm like I'm coming back to this shithole so if you <laughs> if you clean before you go and then you come back it's like okay this is cozy this is nice right. this is my right. oasis you know what I mean yeah I did buy Mike, my partner, a Roomba for Christmas. And trust and believe Miss Roomba, she was scuttling around, sweeping because she knew I was coming home. We have a lot of sleighs to talk about because as Mm -hmm. the listeners know, we're in the midst of an awards season. What's your favorite season, Tisha? Awards. Awards. Period. Awards. Period. The Emmys were last night as of our recording. So we're kind of in the aftermath of that. Do you want to start there? Of course. The Emmys of it all? The Emmys were last night, and they were exactly what Martin Luther King would have wanted on his birthday. <laughs> they were oh, true, black. Yeah. First off, it was the first production that was the all-black staff of the Emmys. Mm. So Love that. that's T, incredible. And the winners, I mean, it was black women and Asian yeah. Americans, like, slayed the house down. Niecy Nash. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Our queen mother, mother's mothering. I mean, yeah. her speech had me in tears. I love Nisi Nash bets, and all my bets are on her. She, <laughs> I mean, first off, she was to me the best part of Dahmer, which was a hard show to watch, especially being yeah. like a queer brown person. It was a lot to take in. I was going to say digest, but that's too punny. And I, not that, not that. Yeah. Dahmer Um, was a, I couldn't, I couldn't do it, but it kind of felt poetic for her to be the one taking home an award for that. It was, it was, it was, it was. And just her and her speech. I mean, first off, the speech is one of the best speeches of all time, literally of any award show ever. When she said, I want to thank me. I felt that, you know, because that's so real. And I was watching an after interview with her and she's like, it's not called mom esteem or them esteem. It's called self-esteem. And if you don't believe in yourself, like I, I know what I had to do to get here. I know the tribulations and trials I had to go through to get here. I'm going to be my own cheerleader. And then right. to celebrate Brianna Taylor, Sandra Bland, and Glenda Cleveland, who's the woman that she portrayed in the show, was just so special. It made me so emotional just because I still um, think about them every yeah. day. I still think about them all the time and that they should be here. Like she said to Black women being over-policed yet unheard. It's still happening in our day-to-day life. It's something that I have to live with, especially being a black and queer woman. And yeah, it, it just was so, 
I felt like a lot of the the winners last night, it was just deep. Of course, Io being queer black woman for the bear. And even Rue, when Rue won, I was right. emotional and seeing all the queens up there with her. That was so special. It was just like she right. said, if you go to a library and a drag queen wants to listen, read you a story, listen, listen, listen to them. Because whoever is telling you not to is trying to take away your power. Does it want yeah. you to know? Because knowledge is power. And then mm. Glad too, Glad won the Governor's Award. Oh, it was just icons, queer people of color, perfect favorite kind of fucking award show. The representation jumped out, and it did it in a way that felt so like earned and valid and authentic, and like mm -hmm. not like like we want representation, but there are black, brown, queer people doing making good shit. You know what I mean? It's right. not like it's like fully like merit. They ate like the bear ate like Abbott right. Elementary. Like come on, like those the are so be good. Beef? Are you kidding me? Beef. I beef. watched Beef in a day, and I was, yeah. I knew, because I'm an A24 fucking stan, anything, right. I see the first few minutes, and I'm like, seconds even, and I'm like, that's mm -hmm. A24, I'm already in. I know they're never going to lead me astray, so mm -hmm. I was so excited. I love Ali Wong, obviously Steve Yu, like, I love them so much. I watched that shit in a day with my best friend, and she didn't know. She was like, sure, like, I like A24, I like Ali Wong. <laughs> We had no idea, and that's one of those shows I wish I could watch with fresh eyes for the first time, because it just mm. completely blew my fucking mind. Yeah, it was good. I A24, I've been seated in the seats since 2012 at Spring Breakers. Like, I was there in the cinema mm. watching mm. Mr. Alien, watching Ashley Benson and the girls get up to no good and steal and mm. rob. I was there. And I yeah. said, they're going to take care of us. This isn't perfect. Spring Breakers is not perfect, but they're going to take care of us. And they continue to do so. Thank you, A24. They continue to do so. Same as, you know, Succession took care of us. They ended mm. on such a high note. Yeah. I mean, I will say, when you know what's going to win, it definitely changes things. Because it's like, we knew. <laughs> we knew right. it was Beef, the Bear, and Succession sweeping. Right. It was still exciting to see people get their flowers and the recognition because some of these performances and shows were near perfect. It was cool too with Succession because Brian Cox is kind of a menace. Like, I feel like we give him a pass, but he's a menace. And the fact that it ended with him being killed off in the third episode, and then, like, the actors who were not originally getting, like, the awards recognition were the ones who went out on top, like, with Sarah and Matthew for all their roles. And Kieran, like, they won in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. They won the awards. It kind of felt poetic in a way. Not that I... I don't, like, hate Brian Cox, but it was, like, nice that it wasn't was just like, damn, him what's your... Wow. Comes well, he, like, like says... He uses the F slur. He like, haven't you heard this man? Wait, in real Girl. life? Yes. Oh no, I didn't know that. <laughs> Brian Cox is <gasps> low-key problematic and the world oh, gives him no. a pass. Yeah. And like oh, no. I kind of give him a pass too. I kind Not of give Logan him a pass Roy too. Saying the F word. I mean, come oh on. no. He fits into the role very well, let's say that. And uh, like, I like don't hate him, but like, it was cool that like, 
he didn't just win the award four years in a row. You know what I mean? Like the best actor yeah. award for this character. Like the dolls ate up. Miss Sarah said, I'm winning this one. Lead actress. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Her Akira said, I'm no longer supporting. I'm motherfucking no. carrying, aka the lead. Period. Don't let me get in my zone. Okay. Let me get to my throne. It's on. Exactly. And they did the damn thing. And they exactly. fucking slayed. Yeah, it was so great. Also, the Critics' Choice Awards was on Sunday, and that was hosted right. by Chelsea Handler, mm-hmm. which is funny because her and Joy Coy, I don't know if you know, used to date. Really? They did. I mean, she she made a couple little digs, like, at him. Sure. She said, I love my writers, un- unlike him who threw his writers under the bus. So that was like, right. a, and she also Ooh. said something about her sleeping with the executive of E because a lot of people think mm-hmm. that's how she got her show because she was gotcha. fucking the guy. So it was, yeah. she made fun of herself, but also of other people for trying to shade her. But she did right. such a great job. It just proves that women just do things better. <laughs> You know, I mean, come on, do. come on. We haven't even probably talked about and probably we don't need to say much, but our co-stars were the hosts. Oh, of the Emmys. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Anderson and uh, Mama Doris. Um, they were there. Let's say that. They were there. They were there. Um, I was triggered seeing Anthony read a teleprompter again. I noticed <laughs> Mama had a, a piece of paper strapped to the sh- seat in front of her Harrison Ford seat nonetheless I'm sure that was for her lines and I was triggered and then when she played off Jennifer Coolidge oh girl this woman just thanked the evil gays and then you're gonna do that who do you think is gonna come for you girl the gays uh, come on pick your battle not cute pick your battle yeah that was not it that was that was not cute they they gave her a lot of power I was like who okayed this who said whose idea was this? I'm yeah, 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 it, yeah. yeah. It, it was it was a little cringe, and it was funny. Even like some of the people, like Kieran, even said, "I'm gonna be fast because I don't want to get ye- yelled at." Like people were legitimately <laughs> like scared of her, telling them shut the fuck up. And I'm sorry she, if I was yeah. up there, I'd be like, "Listen, I'm gonna take my time, bitch." Like I'm a I'm going to say what I want to say. I've worked too hard for this moment. No one's going to silence me. Like, I just, I I am waiting for that moment. I'm manifesting it. I'm claiming it. Because also a promo showed of our show, and I was in it. And just Mm -hmm. seeing my little face during 75th Primetime Emmys, that's manifesting. When I go up there, if they try to play me off, I'm doubling down. I'm going to start hosting the fucking show. (laughs) You take the host mic. Like, this is mine now. (laughs) And I'm going to have my award and the microphone. I'm going to say, actually, just for that, keep playing with me. Keep playing with me. I'm going to present every fucking award now. I'm the captain now. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) But that's our co-stars. What can we say? What? Nothing, because we signed the NDA. (laughs) Very that. Very that. That says it all. That says it all. That says it all, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Do those NDAs expire? Should we set like a silk from 30 years from now where we can tell all? Probably not. Silk tell all. We are tell all 30 years later. 30 years later. Like they blur out our faces. Know what the fuck that even is in 30 years? No, girl. They're not going to know in 30 days what we are family is. Whoop. Whoop. 
I'm literally crying. Okay, so are you an Aryanator? No. I'm not. Me neither. I'm not either. But we do have to discuss the fact that Ariana dropped a new single, Yes And? Is that what it's called? Yes. I'll give it to her. (laughs) I'll give it to her. She's good at a title. She's good at a title of a song. Um, That is true. In punctuation. Yes. Yes. So this song came out on Friday and it interpolates the Madonna song Vogue and uses are you familiar with interpolate were you a part of this discussion in the in the chat did you see my words explain it to the to the listeners so interpolating a song is different than like just straight up sampling it it's when a song a new song kind of reuses like the melody or the sound of a song and kind of puts a new fresh take on it. So Ariana does this with Madonna's song Vogue, which is an iconic song. And record labels love, they love when one of their artists will utilize their back catalog because that just utilizes that song that they already own. Like it's like double dipping almost. So sure. I don't have a problem with interpolation, but I don't think that this song is worthy of utilizing Vogue and like, I don't think it's adding anything to the legacy around that song. Like when Jack Harlow interpolated that Fergie song, I was like, that's cute. It sounds good. The, you know, the first class thing, like, because that song, that song is cute as it is. It's not, it's not like the end all be all of like queer pop songs, but like Vogue kind of is like, that's one of the pillars. It is. And like, to do it in a way that doesn't feel like that song is so forgettable. Yeah. Yeah. It's I fine. Mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's not bad. It's fine. Yeah. It, it, to me, first off, yes. And Ariana, I don't know the power that you just put in the improv communities courts. <laughs> as soon as I heard the title <laughs> of that song, I True. was like, I know mm. I owe Second City, UCB, everybody about to be mm-hmm. like, Ariana's an improviser. Ugh. Right. Like the comedy right. nerds were hard right. and wet. Okay. Truly. Yeah. Thank you for that. She probably didn't even yeah. think of that. You know, she's like, what's no improv? Sh- <laughs> right. That's not her vibe. That's not her vibe. Like you said, it's not the song that if you're going to interpolate Vogue with some hairspray. Also, I saw a TikTok and it was someone singing. You can't stop the beat with um, like the <clears throat> melody of her song, which is funny because yeah, she was fixed. in hairspray. Yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah, she yeah, probably did that shit on purpose. The video is homage to Paula Abdul, Cold Hearted, hmm. Cold Hearted right. Snake, and I feel like Ariana. It was basically kind of like instead of making a press statement about her personal life, she did it through a song talking about her body. Her being with this guy, say it with your chest. It just yeah. didn't do it for me. I appreciate her no. as a vocalist. I can't print. I can't understand a word she says. No, I'm like, can you never. enunciate? I need <laughs> you to enunciate. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Right. But I mean, of course, as a vocalist, I respect her and appreciate her and will give her all her flowers. I like her when she's like, her Puerto Rican era, like uh-huh. her R&B Anna versus her Poppy Anna. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like the some Poppy Anna. Like, I love yeah. Break Free. Obviously, like, Seven Rings. Like, right. you know, like, she has some bops, but 
I love R&B on Iana. R&B Iana. Like Puerto Rican R&B Iana. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Papiana, it's still finding her way. Yeah. But I, I mean, I do appreciate her. It's nice to have a fun pop song right now. Yeah. Like a new fresh one. I mean, I was good with Renee rapping Meg Thee Stallion. I'm still high on that one. I'm good. I'm still I'm high like, on that one. Yeah. I do worry that, I mean, she's still so young, but this era and just like the vibe around her, I mean, she's got the movie coming out, the whole Wicked musical movie, but it yeah. feels like, could her Which I'm like so music I'm so excited theme? for. I, I cannot right. wait for Wicked. Right. That was the first Broadway show I ever saw. I'm sure she'll slay as Glinda. I fucking hope so. I know Cynthia's yeah. going to bring it. I'm sure her right. SpongeBob boyfriend will too, because he is yes. good. It's just so is her like is her like personal music gonna be like is she entering her Katy Perry era where it's like we like you know what I mean? Like where Well you it know, depends on what Katy Perry what Katy Perry era. The Katy Perry era of her not being able to make it on the charts. Ooh. Like the swish swish right. Daisy. Is she still in it, Katie? Yeah. yeah. It just feels like yeah. that could be brewing for her. Like Whenever the era with Seven Rings and stuff came out, it just hit so hard. And this just like yes. hasn't hit to me. To me, maybe it has to the other girls. We'll see. I wish her the best. I'm not worried about yeah. her. She's rich. Yeah. So, and oh, talented, yeah, she'll, so be she'll be fine. Be fine. I'm <laughs> literally not worried about her at all. Yeah. But no. I mean, the art, what are they? Ar- Ariana, what are they called? Arianators. Is it that? The Arianators are fed. They are happy, yes. content, jamming, yes. living. And I love that for them. I love that for the dolls. But right. it's it's hard when you're in the beehive or a monster and your standards are high. You know, when you've got mm-hmm. May mm-hmm. and Gaga and people like that who bring it to you every time. It's, I don't know. I'm going to need yeah. a little more than yes and. She'll need to take a playbook uh, like a page out of the playbook of taylor swift when she was doing lover and she had those singles that were so bad the me of it all and you need to calm down well like, those were bad, her but taylor, like she recovered well yeah but taylor and ariana have a habit of not picking the best first singles like right. the first singles that they come out with is it'd be like oh no is this what we're getting and then you listen right. to the record and you're like wait this is actually okay. fire yeah absolutely yeah, so we'll absolutely we'll see. we'll see going from something that is mediocre to giving me life. My baby yes this week is gay Kristen Stewart. Yes. Oh my uh, gosh. She's everything. She is everything. And I I always loved her and it's funny like watching Same. Twilight in my late teens and reading those books. I, I loved her and Robert Pattinson so much, but I didn't understand the longing. You know what I mean? I just thought like, I yeah. love Bella. I love Edward. I love this world's forks, right. all of that. But I didn't realize at the time that it was because like, I, I loved her. Like I yeah. wanted to be with her. Like I could have, <laughs> right. I would have been totally content being in a thruple with them <laughs> her and rob <laughs> her and rob oh my god Ugh. and i just always had like a a strong just like attraction to her even before i was like yeah. i knew what it was you know what i mean and then when she came yeah. out it was like 
oh, it was right around the time that I was like coming to terms with my sexuality. And it was like, not us coming out together. Like, <laughs> is this a right. sign that we're supposed to be together? Like this crazy. Oh my God. I just am living for this new era of her. Yeah. All the movies that she's done since Prestige. then are so good. Like she yeah. really is so into her own. Like I feel like, yeah. you know, the Twilight days and Zathura. 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 What is that? Zathura. She was like the older sister in this movie called Zathura. It was like almost like a riff on Jumanji and she gets frozen for half the movie. It's like Jumanji in space. Yeah, and she's oh the older God. sister. Oh god. I've never seen that. Zathura. Zathura stands rise up. Oh my another <laughs> thing. Her first movie ever was a Disney a Disney Channel movie, a DCOM. Which one? It was the third year. Not in that year. movie. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. Because me and my no. best friend were watching that, and <laughs> she's at the water fountain, and I was like, "Wait, is that Kristen Stewart?" Oh, no. And we looked it up, and lo and behold, wait, is it like a cameo? <laughs> is it like like when she's like really young? Like it's not even like a role. Lo and behold. Yes, it was her at that water fountain, bitch. It was her. Yeah, she doesn't have any lines, but it's her first acting credit. The sip of water that she took changed Disney Channel forever. Never been the same. Absolutely. Never been the same. That's why why we're decom gays. Literally, I saw her taking a sip, and that's when it started. I've just been so drawn towards her, you know? Like, all Adventureland, Into the Wilds. Mm. You know, mm. like the roles that she's picked, Lizzie, the cake eaters. <laughs> right. She, she, I've, yeah, I've just always been so drawn to her, but she was so awkward for such a long time. And then when she came out, I just feel like she's fully come into her own. The way she is on the red carpet, everything about her is just more confident because she's who she's always wanted to be yeah. or was afraid to be. You know, I even think sometimes about that cheating scandal and, like, how that Mm. was fucking major. That was major. That was crazy. I remember I was literally leaving a showing of Snow White and the Huntsman Uh when that came out. And that was a pop culture moment that rocked me to my core. Like, I was truly aghast. Where were you? I was shook. Where were you when you found out that Kristen Stewart cheated on our paths with the director of that movie? He's ugly you know? too. No offense. No offense. Oh, he was kind of cute. He was kind of cute, but okay. his wife, his ex-wife, leveled up because she married Jimmy Iovine, who is he's the CEO of Beats, aka oh. Interscope. Yeah, Liberty Ross. She leveled up, oh and God. she married Jimmy Iovine. You and I have never talked about Kristen Stewart in person, but I definitely can feel a kinship of you being like. Well, after like Twilight came out, and I feel like people love to like be misogynistic and be like, she's not a good actress. She can only play one role. She can only do one thing. And I just know you were on the ground zero with me being like defending her, being like, no, just you oh, wait. Just you wait. Literally. She's literally. coming. She's yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. She just mm-hmm. gives to me, and I think a lot of gays really like Kristen because she gives that like cooler, lesbian, queer, older sister. Like you just want. Like, I feel like if I met Kristen Stewart and she thought I was cool, 
or like she thought something I said was funny. She just gave me any kind of approval. Like I would be through the roof. Like that would be, that would be on my resume. Like Kristen Stewart laughed at this. Like she has that energy of just like coolness and the way she carries herself. I've always loved Kristen and I'm so glad that she has kind of had like a 180 and like people are like, oh no, she's an actress. She's Mm -hmm. acting the house down. Yeah. I do think she's a, I will be so excited when she gets her Oscar. Like she's been like in the the top for it, but like, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I mean, her new movie looks so Mm. cool and different for her. Love Lies um, Bleeding. Her new movie, Love Lies Bleeding. Love Lies Bleeding. A24. Don't do it. So you know what's going to break it. our girl right. You know mm-hmm. it. You already know. And it looks so, oh God, it looks so sapphic and sexy and dangerous and yeah. dark and gritty. But I can't wait to see her fully lean into like her sapphic gay ass shit. Yeah. I am so excited and also the other day she was doing an interview and she was talking about how twilight is so gay and it had it's so gay crack it up she's like i mean really it's so gay like these two dudes yeah yeah are fighting but taylor's taylor lautner is like topless the whole time yeah you know all these shirtless men fighting each other it's very it's gay very gay coded you know, For Bella sure. seeking also... the approval of Rosalie, <clears throat> then basically mothering Renesmee together. Alex oh is my God, cut. so gay. Jasper. Mm, pale as gay. can be. Anytime someone's pale, gay. <laughs> gay. <Yeah>. Pale, <laughs> blonde hair, homosexual. Gay. Period. Gay. gay. Yeah. I also love that Kristen has kind of, I don't know if she's inspired, but I see a lot of. Kristen and a lot of like femme presenting young actors and actresses who are the non-binary of it all. The person that comes to mind for me is Emma Corrin. I'm watching a show that they're in, A Murder at the End of the World. And I just, the way that Emma acts has so much like Kristen in it, not in a way that feels like copying, but like in a way that feels like Kristen really was a pioneer of this like vibe and like kind of person. And I love seeing younger actors and actresses kind of embody that energy. Yeah, because it's it's like being femme, but also being Mask. very androgynous, you know, having some ma- mm-hmm. masculine energy in there. It, it's tied together in a way that's like, I'm doing this for me. I don't give a fuck about you. And that's something I love about gay Kristen Stewart is I think with Twilight, like the whole world was watching her. Like that was a fucking cultural phenomenon. You know, everyone was examining every single thing. She was under a microscope. So the fact that she was, this whole thing blew up and then she was able to take some time, reflect and not worry about what everyone thinks and do projects for herself dress the way she wants do her hair the way she wants pick roles that she wants to do that speak to her and not just what everyone like what hollywood expects her to do you know what i mean because she could have gone a a different route she could have gone like a jennifer lawrence yeah you know route like Emma Watson like after you do these huge cultural phenomenons of a series you know you can right. go a certain kind of way and she chose to go the more artistic gay way and yeah I'm I'm just living for it I love her so much 
I, I, Kristen, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure you are, please, you or Dylan, your partner, your fiance, Mm. Dylan, she's cool as hell too. They're just so cool. They go to those Chanel fashion shows and I'm just like, oh my God, I want to be with you so bad. Yeah. Like I'll take being your friend, but if I could just like get a little (laughs) kiss, if I could just get a little kissy, just a little kiss. Oh, she's. She's queer in the way that she'd probably give you a little kiss, and that'd be cool with her and Dylan. Like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's that's what I want. Smooches for Kristen. Smooches for Kristen, baby. <laughs> Pucker up, baby. But only with your consent. <laughs> but please give it to me. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, she's so hot. Her. Speaking oh, of things ready. that are, oh, I'm ready. I'm heated. So, speaking of the opposite of cute, my R&R of the week is something is a person and it's miss candace cameron beret there i said it with my full voice this woman is a menace to me specifically in so many ways so candace popped up on the show that we were on as one of the secret celebrities this past week weekend on sunday and i've been dreading it because i don't like candace cameron beret i think she's very dark-sided i don't think we should be putting her on the television and giving her the time of day i think it's gross and she is like it's like it's so multifaceted like i had to explain it to my mom because i made a post about candace and like it was very negative about her on facebook like just like a one-off thing she was like i know she's rude but why are you don't but don't be mean and i was like no i'm going to be mean because this woman was on obviously on full house like growing up i loved dj as a character like i felt like dj was like she was the older sister she was like the the girl next door kind of vibe she seemed so nice and friendly so you like you have that that view of the role that she's played in your head and then she comes out in like the last couple years as like a fundamentalist evangelical Christian who not only doesn't <laughs> like gay people and like, yeah, like obviously like you don't like gay people. Like we get that, but she just keeps popping up in the media, like disguising her homo- homophobic views as traditional family values and like really like slimily, like weaseling her way into the discourse in a way that makes you feel crazy when you're upset about it because she just presents it as like, I'm just being a wholesome, like traditional family value girl. I don't want to discuss gay stuff. I just don't want to be near it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, girl, no, you left the Hallmark channel because they were nice to a gay person once. And you said, that's it. That's too much for me. I have to go mm-hmm. somewhere worse. Uh, and then the whole Jojo thing where Jojo called her out and was like the rudest celebrity she's ever met. And then like they're back and forth. Like, obviously we're team Jojo. Miss of Sula. course. Yeah. Duh. When she popped up on the show we were on, like, obviously we can't talk about production and things like that, but I can talk about how I've felt. And it just like, I've just been like dreading, like seeing her on TV again and like having to like relive that moment because I don't like her and I don't think we should be putting her on TV and I don't want to be associated with her and I don't want to talk about her, but obviously we have to because she's the R&R of the week. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to talk about her because I don't want to create to the discourse but at the same time it's like you said she fucking sucks and we're like low-key affiliated with her because she was on our show you know we obviously we can't talk about it we signed ndas but it made us feel I i can't even describe the amount of ick and just yeah disgust 
especially after JoJo, it was yeah. it really was like, oh, nar. Like, is this like, what we're doing? You right. know, stunt casting. And it, yeah, stunt casting, and you know, like you said, Candace, she codes her homophobia and her racism and all of that through her traditional family values, quote unquote. And yeah. it's it's so coded for all of the phobias and isms, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I just don't tolerate shit like that in my normal life. Like I don't no. associate with that. People who have those beliefs who rock like that, that's not my cup of tea at all. I just feel like say what you need to say. Right. Like say it with your full chest. Like that's something I will it? quote. That's something I will quote Ariana on. Say that shit with your chest. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And, and like it's also after you say it, I'm gonna say stuff back. And like don't run away. Don't act like a victim. Don't like act like I'm attacking you. Mm-hmm. Like you're shitting on me and my community, people I care about. Like if you're gonna do that, let's do it. Like don't like fucking code it in a way that makes me look like I'm a psychopath because I'm upset. Like I'm upset for a reason. Let's have the discourse if you're gonna keep putting it out there, Miss Beret. Right. Miss Candace Cameron. Right. Like, and it's like enough is enough. You're gaslighting us, Loki, because you make us mm. seem like we're crazy. And it's like, no, bitch, you're crazy. You're the one with these beliefs. You're the one that's saying this shit. You're the one that's got your subliminal messages, bitch. I could read between the lines and I know that that's right. not it. That's not it. Yeah. And it's also like the lack of self awareness from people like this yes. that really drive me crazy. Like, the lack of self-awareness in general is something that really blows my mind. Like just the fact that it's like, no bitch, we're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you. The fact that that you will do anything, you'll do anything for a check, for a laugh, for a click, for a view. That's not it for me. Like, of course I want to perform. I want to create content and have representation for people who look like me, people from my communities, but I'm not going to stoop so low or say some dumb shit for a click or a listen or a like. Right. And the fact that people right. will literally do anything and say anything and believe anything, it really just mm-hmm. bumps me out. And that's why even last week, why I took a break from everything because I was just so yeah. overwhelmed and I was like dreading this episode. I just was like so anxious. And it's like, I know people who know me know that that's not how I f- fucking rock at all. Yeah. It's not the shit that I am representing, but just to be right. affiliated with it really had me stressed and bummed the fuck out. Yes. But I will say shout out to the listeners and people who are not a part of like in this specific instance, like the LGBT community with Candace that have sent like really nice messages or have kind of, I've gotten a lot of, I've seen a lot of like, oh yeah, we don't like that. Moving on. You know what I mean? Like, but let me like enjoy my moment or like the moment and stuff. Like shout out to like the people who have been like, yeah, I was, I still feel gross about this too. Like I'm with you. You know what I mean? It's easy to be like an ally to be like, I feel like a lot of people from, in this case, the show have been like, yeah, we don't like Candace Cameron either. 
but like it doesn't bother them that she was there like they're not really actually like feeling any type of way about it and like they just fully move on with their life that's fine that you don't feel some type of way and that it's not like i'm glad you don't have trauma or something that like makes you feel bad like this in this instance they're not a part of the community though you know like it's easy for them to just walk away right that's what i'm saying like connected to you know what i mean yeah but the ones who the ones who have fully been like you can tell there's a different kind of like not level of ally but commitment to understanding wrong is wrong and someone else yeah and it's just like that's wrong and compassion (laughs) yeah yeah it's so like there's just like there's just like shades of performative allyship going on around like some of that kind of stuff and there's also some been some very nice support that i personally received because i posted about it on my stories a couple days ago just like messages about how rocked other people too that she was there who are not gay and they were really grossed out and it like stuck with them if you're not upset you're not upset but like at least like reinforce it in a genuine way that our feelings are valid about it i've had some people just be like yeah that sucks next right yeah i mean like you said it's performative activism it's performative allyship you know it's one thing and trust me i know all about that i am a black queer fat woman so if anyone has seen some performative bullshit it's me you know a lot of people are like oh my god i'm so sorry that happened to you oh my god i'm so sorry for your community oh my god i'm so sorry for your race blah say blah but when it comes to putting the pedal to the metal a bitch is nowhere to be found no you could type all the shit you could say all the words but are you actually living that life and that's something that ir that's something that irritates my fucking soul i do not want to hear your bullshit i want to see you walk that fucking walk right like you could say anything i could say i'm fucking jeff bezos and i'm going to the moon you could say (laughs) a lot of crazy ass shit it's another thing to live in your truth and do the work no one wants to do the fucking work not no one but it's rare to find a straight cis person who wants to do the work Right, you know, right, and it's, yeah, and even some can, of the dolls, I, even some of the dolls don't want to do the work. People just don't want to do the work, whether it's emotional, doing right. the work, being on the literal front lines, and fighting for equality and for justice for people. When it doesn't hurt them firsthand, they don't care, and it's not going to change until it affects them firsthand. Right. Sorry, I'm just a lot of it just makes me so bad. It makes me so bad. Yeah. I've been heated for a couple days. I mean, I've been heated since it happened every time I think about it. I know. Every time I think about it. And like that's just like one example of it in a specific instance that we can talk about. And I'm also kind of like over the whole like mentality that like we should just be like happy about things and like overwhelmingly positive with like the whole thing. Like yeah, I'm not going to break my NDA. I'm not going to do anything that I shouldn't sure, do. Of but course. Like, I don't feel good about this, and I'm allowed to say that. And I'm That's not violating not anything. Happy. Just saying, no. I didn't like that shit. I didn't like right. that shit. It made me like feel fucking shit. weird as hell. Yeah. I, it was truly yeah. a level of, like, just disgust. Art- I really can't even articulate. Uh-uh. Let's just say this. Let's just say this. And it's something that we as a society 
should be saying more and more of and probably will be in the future. The Olsen twins were right. They never went back to that house. They said, we're not going. Right. They were right. They were right. They were right. All right. That ends our regularly scheduled silk programming, the content that you know and love from us two very gay people. We will be including a special add-on with the star player of this week's episode of We Are Family. So if you are listening after Wednesday night at 9 p.m., stick around. If you're listening before, come back in a couple hours because we'll be adding it on um, our little interview with them. And we're going to talk with them about their experience and also lots of fun stuff so i'm so excited this is gonna I'm be excited too such a sweet moment that i can't wait for yeah. everyone to see it's it's great and the star player is truly a gem on earth one of mm-hmm. a kind so and someone that i have beef with brief beef oh. that you brought you packaged i brought the beef. the beef i packaged it up yeah you did that you brought it to the cookout so yeah, All we're right, so, so excited. Yeah. We're so excited for y'all to listen. So make sure you come back. Bye. Bye. Hello, hello. Hey, Welcome what's back. up? Yay. <laughs> oh my God. We're here oh, with another star player. Another star player. The pastor of the dolls, Mr. Jason <laughs> Walker. <laughs> the spiritual oh, leader. The spiritual leader. The oh, they lead into uh-huh. that. They, we yes. lead into that, didn't we? I love it. Pastor edit. Mm-hmm. You got the pastor edit, but we are claiming you as the pastor to the dolls. Yes. Because you are a member of the LGBT community. This Which is true. Yeah, that's why you're here here on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I know they said that Jeff was spirit daddy, but you're the spiritual daddy. Ooh, ooh, that might be a bigger prize than I'd already received. Me being the spiritual daddy. Yeah, what an yeah honor. that's huge. What an that's honor. huge yeah. for your career. Even yeah, when you see me edit. doing all this like fake, like I have no idea what the <laughs> hell I'm doing with my hands. I'm like, this looks gay, right? <laughs> this is gay. <laughs> Just give him a little, little. My nails. Just leave it all out. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the limper, the wrist, the gayer, yeah, the gayer you can get. Okay. <laughs> I have so much fun. All right. So Jason is obviously a cast member of the game show that we met on. We are family. And if you haven't watched last night's episode, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! He won the big prize, fifty k, fresh Woo! off his win. Yes. We got him here, Jason. Yes. To start things off, you and I have beef. <laughs> Do you remember? I'm- do you remember our beef? Like dramatic sound effect. Wait, we have beef. Oh, wait, it's like, yes. yes. We have beef. Like our, first, beef. our first time talking, I'm like, oh, this guy hates me. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I'll give, you, I'll give the listeners a run through. It was pre-production. I was so in my head because of the way my outfit looked. And at the time, I hadn't, they hadn't put me in what I ended up wearing on the show. So I'm also gay. Logs off. We lost half our listeners already. (laughs) But I felt like very what I they had picked for me for pre-production made me look straight, aggressively straight, and like a way that made me feel like. And it wasn't like any tea. Like they weren't doing anything on purpose. But I felt like I was like back in the closet. Like that's what was going through my brain. Like I felt like not comfortable (laughs) in my skin. And so I was like literally right after you, you were talking to another gay person. Weren't you talking to Scott or maybe I like even I was to Scott. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were talking to Scott and I and I had already talked to Scott a bunch. So I sit my gay ass down and I say, They have me looking like a fucking youth pastor. And I look at you and you go, I'm a pastor. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm like trying to explain it because I like feel bad. Like I like just kind of like lightly shaded pastors. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm gay. You go, I'm gay. And I'm just like, oh my God. And then he just Homer sent it into the class. Like, and like I'm going to head out. <laughs> and so that was our the start of our relationship of knowing each other. That's yeah. when we started feuding. And I've always and wanted honestly, to be in a like celebrity yeah. TV feud. So this is great. Mm -hmm. They should have put that on the show. Can I tell you, like, I remember, I, I think this genuinely was our first time actually talking at yeah. all. If I remember correctly, I remember a lot of syllables coming out without words as you were trying to figure out the next thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I was in my outfit, but I, I, I like cardigans. I do a lot of cardigans. So I like kind of always look like a youth pastor or whatever. But uh, <laughs> it's my vibe. It's my vibe. Yeah. In and out of church, yeah. it's my vibe. I just remember being, being like, oh, this guy's just like, I'm just going to like see how, how deep in this he goes. And I'm just going to like mm -hmm. enjoy it. <laughs> I just kept digging that hole yeah. and I couldn't get, I was like saying nonsense. And I was like, I have trauma. Like I was like literally just trying <laughs> yes. to like figure it all out in the moment. It like you get, set you me. Get like, I was, you get backstory. You get backstory. And I literally was like, let me tell you about my trauma about this and being gay in the church. Like literally I just was like regurgitating. Like, oh, it was just like word vomit. And, and it was like, so oh. funny because it's 2023 right. dude <laughs> right, right you didn't let me live it down though you were so fun because you kind of just cutely gently poking at me about it the next couple days yeah. and like i love that it fully was just it was so fun unhinged it was yeah. unhinged it was. it was and i never doubted if you didn't like me but i remember thinking like oh this guy's gonna like kiss up to me a little bit i can tell <laughs> like, oh and i and i did like, i like, like cracking up about it mm -hmm. I, but i also remember uh a time where also i'm very new i'm like only like three or four years out of the closet at this point. Right, yeah. Like, I came out, like, as an adult and everything like that, and I feel like there's still a lot I'm, I'm learning from. There's a story or something that was shared about you that I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, that was so meaningful. And you're like, oh, that was all BS. That's all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, um, oh, cool. Well, it, it moved me. So it I moved me. It, it healed my the trauma. Magic of so. Right. The magic of storytelling. Magic right? of storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone's story. Any kind of story. Just make up a story. It'll bless someone. Right. Right. Exactly. It'll connect with someone oh, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I think we were both when you became star player. Obviously, we are happy for everyone. But we're like, that's one of our girls. Yeah. That's one of uh, our girlies up there. Yeah. Here. Me in particular being in the same row as Kendallin. Yeah. And for our listeners who don't watch the show, Kendallin and Jason are siblings. And being next to her, that was such a special moment. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was so, so great. Highlight of the show, truly. Oh, thank you so much. Like, I loved it. Like, being on the show with her, it was funny because, like, after every answer, I'd look to see if, if she got it right, basically, if Booth lit up and everything. I don't know. From the second, I was just, like, trying to, like, watch her as they were, like, micing me up and preparing and, like, producers telling me just, like, seeing her uh -huh. and everything like that. I knew she was getting emotional. I didn't know you all as well as she does, but she, even to this day, still talks about all, like, maybe six or seven of you all the time. So I wasn't surprised to see that. Yeah. Maybe, like, five of you guys from the row were on the call last night when we were watching on the Zoom. Yes, yeah. of course. You block forever, baby. Yeah. Yes. That was, was so, so sweet. Yeah. We do have some questions for you. And Ooh, okay. as our viewers know, we're journalists. Hard-hitting journalists. We're always looking for the truth, facts, yes. research data. Some people would even call us scientists, even. Yeah. yeah. The amount thorough. of raw data that we yeah. bring out. Pulse check. Yeah. I saw that you wrote that Clear. in your bio. Yeah, bio. it's on our resume. This is serious. Oh, yeah. This is okay. real life. So, speaking of Kendallin, how did it feel to share that moment with her? And 
her sharing the same haircut as you, but also pulling it off better and being ultimately cooler than all of us. Yeah, like, how did that feel? Um, You know, I'll accept that. Uh, and I'll say, here's how it felt. It felt like if I'm going to be upstage by someone, I love that it's my sister. I love that it's my yeah. sister. Oh, yes. look at him being oh. cute. That's yes. like trying to be like shady, cunty little, oh, I mean, not that word. What? <laughs> we'll edit that out. We'll go ahead and edit that out. Shady the church people. Okay. Little people. And you're bringing it all back, being so cute and kind to your adorable angel sister. No, I, I mean, I, truly, I, yes. I cannot stop talking about how great it was just to have her there like she, we live on opposite coasts and usually whenever mm. we're hanging out and this is why like the first four days i didn't even like meet anyone because i was just like hanging out with her the whole time and then yeah. uh, thinking everyone else had their family but then when i found out they didn't i'm like oh well oh this is just a mess thing okay yeah <laughs> right i guess, I guess I don't understand this kind of <laughs> yeah. but um yeah so like it, it, it was like it, it just made it so special like she's like yeah. my best friend so I probably Aww. took the haircut from her, to be honest. <laughs> I don't blame you. She pulls it off. She pulls yeah. it off so well. Yeah. Kendallin, so if you're cool. listening, we love you so much. D-Block forever. We want to be uh, you. We want to be you. Yeah. We want to emulate you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. A-Block loves you. Right, Cody? <laughs> yeah. We were A-Block. I was, A-block I was on my perch. I literally, when we were watching the episode, you were on the screen, and I go, my nameplate's right behind his head. Like, your head was, like, completely blocking my name out of the shot. Like, my Cody was right behind your head. I was like, that's my name behind his head. (laughs) I'm right up there. My big old head is blocking it. (laughs) So funny. All right, moving on to, again, more research and more journalism. Okay. Um, You mentioned you're gay. Jason, Mm -hmm. how much of your winnings have you budgeted for poppers? Oh my gosh. Fun fact, with with coming out later in life comes a lot of things uh-huh. that I learned along the way. Poppers was actually not the first thing I learned. It was more of a recent learn, like last year. I guess. It's advanced. It's yeah, advanced. It's a little more advanced. So I, I yeah. do appreciate that I've gotten there. I will say uh, probably, um, I'd say a good you tenth. A tenth. A tenth. Okay. Yeah, I'd okay. say a tenth okay. of my winnings yeah. will yeah. go to uh, Poppers to really explore That's and really understand yeah. the variety. Yeah, thank you. Game Matt. I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm acing it so far. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're right. doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. Good. Yes. Can I tell you about Poppers? Me and my sister still joke about yeah. like her not. There was having... a moment in the group chat. Yeah. yeah and she you didn't made know a what joke they were. about Poppers with me. And she and she like hearted it and she's like, ha ha ha, that's so great. <laughs> and you approach and you're like, oh you approach her like, oh my gosh, you guys are like really open as siblings and, and and when I saw it, I was just like, when I saw that my sister, my older sister, who I love, not Angel. queer, not queer, no, new to this world, but she's she's like my biggest advocate. I, right. I love her so much. Yeah. yeah. But that was yes. one where I'm like, I see her heart it and like commenting on it. Like, I don't think Dude, she knows I was what like, this that's is. So I don't think she knows what this is. It's so beautiful. She knows what poppers are. She's there on the front lines in gay culture. She knows. And then what did she think they were? It was she something thought, like. She thought they were with the fireworks. Like, pops. Oh. Fireworks. Um, poppers, which we yeah. love. Everyone loves fireworks. <laughs> I mean, you feel like that after you sniff them. You're like, oh, but oh my gosh, That's... I was just like, Kendallin, Kendallin. I didn't even want to ask, but when you, when you, I was just like going to let it go. I'm like, let it go up in the You're chat. Go we're, we're gonna, we're, but when you approach her about it, I'm like, okay, it's good to know the truth. Yeah, Jason. Knowledge is power. Get him, Jason. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but I am also a Kylie stan. I love her so much. I love much. you. Yes, when I say Kylie, you say Padam, okay? Padam, Padam. I hear it and I know. (laughs) 
how upsetting, how physically ill does it make you to know that Cody, when we say Kylie, he says Jenner. He is not advanced in the Kylie Minogue world, and I'm trying to bring him into it, but it's been a journey, and I knew this is the hard-hitting journalism that I really wanted to get into, (laughs) how you felt about him not appreciating our girl. Well, it, it, he logged off, listeners. He's gone. Off. It's funny because <laughs> I thought I thought this was going to be like more of a light-hearted interview and everything like that, and then you come in with this, and I'm like, I'm sorry to like have to turn like this, Cody, but yeah, how, how like, can you, how dare you challenge my youth pastor outfit and my LGBT status uh-huh. and my cardigan when mm-hmm. you, sir, mm-hmm. do not stand the queen of our culture? It's it's not that I don't stand Kylie. Like I respect. It sounds like you don't stand her. her. Respect it sounds like cute. it. Yeah. Okay, I don't. That's cute. Her. You can hear I mean, it in his cadence. You hear it in his voice. Mm-hmm. It's not that I. I you mm-hmm. hear it and you know. Right. <laughs> you hear it, it and you. <laughs> okay, listen. I love Padam Padam. Like I was there for. So does like, like all I was, like, my straight friends in Los in like Los Angeles. Right. True. Right. I just. I just. I just. I just. I just. With Kylie, I love her. I respect that she had her moment, but she's on an island. When it comes to that, ultimately, she's been on Australia. She hasn't been a zeitgeist gay diva legend down boots moment Mm. in a way that some of the other girlies have. Like, I just don't put her there. I put her close. I'm happy for her and her success. And I'm glad that she has influenced you and your gay journeys so much. But to me... I'm just not on that same train or same boat, even because we hit again. She's on a locomotive. Island. If anyone on a uh, is on an island, it's you. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And your island is unfortunately called American pop culture, which is cute. Oh, and it's true. That, that that when you talk about the girlies, first off, I knew I knew I knew where this was gonna go when you're like Australia because that's where she was born. But she's been living yes. in London for so long. She moved back for the pandemic a little bit, but she's back in London now. But her worldwide status is on Madonna lo- level everywhere outside of our nation. Yes. Our nation I, is I, all about the quick that. single, the quick pop. So for you to say, Cody, she had her moment <laughs> and not acknowledge like lineage of moments, the legacy of moments she is, has, is, and continuing to have. It makes me question whether you are fit to sit there next to Santisha. <laughs> on our gay podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not wrong You're at not all. Wrong. Points were made. Absolutely. I'm happy for her and <laughs> you all. Like I said, I'm so happy. I'm thrilled. But I just like I guess it's just the America of it all. Like it wasn't I like I knew her as the like the disco esque girl singer diva. But like these words that are putting together are so disrespectful. It's like so Like I'm filled with so much rage right now. Like I'm she I wasn't on the charts. She wasn't on the charts here. Uh, she was on the dance charts. On the dance... Okay. A.K.A. for the dolls. The queer... Yes, like, exactly. hello. As, as doll, pa- what am I, doll pastor, pastor doll guy? What'd you say? What's pastor, my title? Pastor to the dolls. Pastor to, the, pastor the, dolls. Pastor to the dolls. I want to inform you <laughs> that she has been around on the charts that matter most to us. I, she, like, it's, I have a lot of friends who, who like know her from Can't Get You Out of My Head or... Padam, padam. Right. And there's just so much right. in between. There's and you're, and you're the reasons I have to, like, my last time I saw her in concert, I had to go to London because she stopped coming here because she's like, these American, these exactly. dolls. They're, they're not, not dolling. They don't get it. No, I would love for that to change. Well, it probably will because of Padam, because she's doing a Vegas residency right now. 
which yes. is, I will be going to in two months. Very excited about that. Oh, yes. the poppers girl. Girl. I tell you, that that was stressful to get. You, you, you think it was stressful on that stage? It was stressful, like, sitting and watching the, the tickets queue. go down. The queue just keeps changing. It was I think it was dynamic pricing. So the pricing, like, went mm -hmm. up as I'm waiting. But I'm just like, okay, I got to go. Let's go. And it was yeah. after I knew this was coming. So I'm like, okay, there's my I, I took it out of my popper's budget. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. And that's what okay. it's for. That's yeah. what it's for. You'll definitely get some there. Yeah. yeah. You'll definitely yeah. score some there. You'll be dancing. Yes. Okay. I was in the queue myself and We're I up. had to tap out. out. So I actually, I, did. so I, I didn't get it the first time because they did one whole day and I didn't get it. But then when she released more dates, I got it that round. So, oh, so yes. thank you. But that also, one of my favorite uh, gay bars out here called Akbar, they just had a Kylie night on <gasps> Saturday. <gasps> and can I tell you, my, vo my, my voice, it's a lot from last night, but it's been down ever since Saturday night because <laughs> it has been so long since I went out dancing. But like, I took some of my closest friends. It, it was just amazing because like every song there, and you know who was there? The real girlies. Yes. The girls they who knew. Know. The, the girls, girls who know. know. I mean, my friends, mm -hmm. my friends, like they... Like they were learning. I yeah. made them a playlist to prepare. Right. But uh it was honestly like it was just fun to dance to that all night and people like I don't know, respecting it. Girl, you yeah. need to leverage yeah. this. You need to get when you get to Vegas, you need to get on stage or backstage yeah. somehow. You're the star player. That has we've got yeah. to use this for something. Not only the star player, but the star Kylie fan. Am mm. I a Kylie mm. fan? Okay. Girl. <laughs> we're gonna tag her in these clips. Kylie, reach out. Yes. Please Jason do. Walker. Yeah. I actually, I actually got to meet her last year. Um, oh, okay, I saw so that. I saw that. Yes, you go back. <laughs> you have history. So, so she, I put, when I finally got, the, I, I collect vinyl. I love, like, that's my favorite pastime. Mm -hmm. um, so yes. I finally got Fever, which is, like, my favorite album. Oh, that's Earth. my favorite. It's the, it's the one that, Never like, heard of it. like my, when I tell you my. Jail. Um, <laughs> Jail. Yes, Jail. Sent him. I'm talking to you alone, exclusively, Sentation. Uh, when I, that album, so. I like first began to start coming out maybe at like 20, but then it was like a 20 year journey. <laughs> and that album yeah, came out like right at that time. I remember I spent a summer in Chicago and I was first starting to process it. So that, that album had been with me for like 20 years since that summer in Chicago. It, it was like, must've mm -hmm. been like, gosh, I don't remember the year, but it was right after it was when she was big because can't get you out of my head is on fever of the album. Oh, so nice. basically I remember like for 20 years, it's just always been like my go-to and always been something where I can just like lose myself in, dance to it, enjoy it, and just like feel fully me, even when I'm trying to figure out what fully me feels like at that time. So mm, when I finally got it on vinyl, I put a mm. whole like post kind of saying like, this has been like, it's been a long journey, but this has been like the soundtrack to it. And she commented oh. on it and liked it. And I was like, oh my God. So then I think I mentioned it quickly to her. I didn't have much time with her when I met her last year, but I commented, I meant, I said that to her real quick. And uh had a quick chat with her took a picture uh, that's so cute year. yeah it was cool oh my god that's so cool one other kylie story because unless okay. we just want to change it so uh, kylie go for it. no um, keep going one of my what a funny moment on um we are family is when i get called up a star player and i'm just like we're we're down for a second so i'm just like chatting with anthony and he's like who do you hope is in that i'm like i hope it's kylie minogue and he's and he lights up he's like kylie minogue Oh well, I was in a movie with her. Did you ever see Kangaroo Jack? Oh, and I was like, they were on the island. 
Actually, yeah. I have. <laughs> so I, I thought that was really, I thought that was really cute. That was really fun. That is really cute. Yeah. Oh my god! Your co-star Anthony was co-stars with Kylie. So That's I'm like crazy. a degree. Well, if I hadn't already met her, yeah. I would be a degree away. If you weren't already friends, yeah. if we weren't already super tight. Again, baby gay, whatever. I learned so much of like the dialogue through you. So I'm hearing myself say, who's your lead girly? And I'm like, mm, never spoken like that. I love that. I no, love that's that. good. That's so cute. You could say like, maybe like, who's, who's your queen? Who's your queen? <laughs> who's your girly? Who's your girly? Who's your dog? Who's uh, your bride for? Our gay listeners or even female listeners that may have said, he who's, who's that star player? I mean, look Who at him. Look at, look at him. From look at that smile. Look at those what? dimples. I need yeah. to know more about him. So now that your beard is gray and you, <laughs> we kind of just need to know, like, what does being like a daddy, like a daddy. Not even a daddy, like, like a zaddy. zaddy. Like, what does that mean to you, Jason? Are the DMs open? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. I thought the poppers was going to be the one that got me for Clemson. Um, <laughs> Are the DMs open? Are they open? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Huge breaking. Sure, yeah. Breaking. Yeah. Pulse. <laughs> but yeah, you are giving full, the gray is giving full daddy zaddy vibes. I was going to say, like, uh, it, okay. it's, it's new for me. Um, I yeah. mean, I feel again, I, not to be a broken record, but like everything's new for me. Um, and, and, and it's fun. It's funny because I feel like coming, I've been coming into my own for like the last few years. And it's just remarkable how like much more whole and full and like uh-huh. complete. Cause you know, a lot, like a lot of my life was like figuring out how does my faith fit with my sexuality. And yeah. it's a bummer for me. I think it's a bummer that it took me so long, but I'm not mad at the journey because I think it was great. Now now that we've gone deep, let me relate it to this daddy question. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So I feel like I, I just never have like in my like 20s and 30s had gotten into thinking like of myself as someone who's like out there and a catch maybe. Yeah. Like even, even now I'm like mm-hmm. saying like, I'm not trying to be like weird or whatever, but like, I, I just never, it's never been in my head to be like, oh, people yeah. can be interested in you, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. But as far as the daddy status, it's if all it takes was this, well then, yeah, I guess I'm here and I'm ready. <laughs> Locked and loaded, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> we love you it for ready. you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> bring it back. Way to bring it back. But yeah, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take the daddy status. I'll take I'll take it. Like uh, it's fun. It's fun. Good. Take it yeah. and run. Take it all the way. Then be then DMs, mm. girl. Be ready. Be ready. Because they come in. Okay. They come in. When you're ready, come and get it. <laughs> Find you. Like, um, what are you up to? What's next? Oh yeah. Um. So first off, the church that I'm at, I want to definitely plug them because I love it so much. It's called New Abbey. Uh, it's mm-hmm. here in Los Angeles. It's an amazing place, and it's like one of the the healthiest churches I feel like I've ever seen or had the Aww. opportunity to participate with. Uh, it's very much about empowering people to hear from God for themselves instead of dictating. This is what you should be doing. This is what you should be doing. It really opens your heart to like the whole concept of a personal God instead of just like the corporate way. It's just a beautiful church. They say that they take scripture seriously, not literally. And I feel like it teaches critical mm-hmm. thinking where you engage, how God's empowered you to read and engage with the world. Uh, I don't know. So I love it so much. So I want to play that. And that's why I'm, I'm on the like the prayer team there. 
um, and everything like that. From the time when this show started to now, pastoring is kind of more on the side now because I've been working more in publicity uh, out here. Um, and cool. then my Instagram is at jcwalker7. jcwalker7? I think that's my TikTok too, but I'm not on TikTok that much. Girl, TikTok is scary. I don't blame you. Yes. Yes. We definitely have to have you back. Your whole journey, I think a lot of people could look up to you and like find guidance and just, you know, finding the the inner strength to come out, especially later in life and with religion tied into it. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that you really are doing more than you know. Like there was actually, I won't say who, but like there are actually multiple people who were in our cast who wanted to talk to me about how I had, like my journey of faith and sexuality, because there were multiple people in the cast who were like, had had troubles with it in the past or are currently working through it. And I just thought it was like such an awesome, like thing to be entrusted with these people's stories and like yeah. uh, offer yeah. some kind of like support, counsel and, and encouragement in it. yeah yeah Yeah. i was gonna say actually that like for me like i have a lot of we kind of talked about it like trauma and stuff Mm. with religion and sexuality and um it just meeting you and i don't like you said like encouragement and support like just talking to you and hearing your story it's just one of those things that is like healing helpful and healing when like moving forward with trauma and stuff it Mm -hmm. makes it easier and i think even if like people who are gay and not religious anymore Mm -hmm. or are figuring out if they still want to be religious or like how that interacts with them. Just having like a positive representation of coexisting of two things that are like, we're told cannot coexist. Yeah. Like just like seeing that, even if it like doesn't change people's minds or whatever, it just like helps with the healing. Yeah. Yeah, Healing and living in your truth. Yeah. It's major. We love to see it. Yeah. We really do. Please Uh, come back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Come back. This is so fun. Well, we love you. Bye. Oh, bye. Yeah, bye.